listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And guess who I am, Benny? Uh, well, Dr. Pat, since it was in the intro. <laughs> and don't we love that intro by Dr. John Martini? Well, you know of what? course. I had a fabulous conversation with him this morning. Already this talked morning? about something I know you're going to be very interested in. Oh. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. The Heart of Love. Oh. <laughs> It's been my, it's been something I've been circling around with for years now. Yeah, and you know, I actually have a copy of the book for you. So, and actually, the book is really for just about everyone. I mean, I read the book, and I love the way John approaches life, approaches conversations like love. I mean, we covered everything on the air, including sex. And uh, why did you time. have that dramatic pause after the sex part there? Yeah. Yeah, he shared a few stories. Did so he now? That's a very interesting interview for those of you. Did he now? Yeah, he did. He actually shared a couple of things that he had never shared on the oh air boy. before. Oh, boy. I know. It's going to require some editing on our part? No. Good. No, that 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 happened all during the break. So ah. I'm hoping that we didn't get any of that up there. But let's tell everybody about the lineup we have for today because we have a fabulous, fabulous show today. I am thrilled uh, to be again presenting. Uh, Beth Weber. She's going to be joining us, and we're going to be talking about, uh, actually, we're finishing up a series with Beth. This now is going to be about menopause, the crone rites of passage. And then we're going to be joined with our friend, Award Powers. He is the director, the creator of One the Movie. We're going to be checking in with him as we do each holiday season, each year, to find out where he is and what he's doing. And then, Benny, we're going to end the uh, series off with a fabulous interview um, by John Sakata. So many of you know John. Maybe we can pull up some of his old pop tunes and play them during the break. I could probably land some for you. I know. I just love it. But, you know, um, I was over at Linda's mom's house yesterday, and I was talking to her mom, and she handed me a couple of pieces of paper because, you know, I was telling her that I'm going to be doing this show with Beth tomorrow. And so out of a Christmas card, she pulls a copy, a couple of typewritten pieces of paper that she was sent by apparently a friend of hers uh, that I would imagine is about 85 years old. And I absolutely would like to read this. Are you ready for me? Of course. This may be one of those things you might want to drop some really nice music behind. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> The things you, know, you tell me to do when I don't okay, know what's going this is on. kind of like a prosperity card of a different nature. Okay. Mm. You have and, to give me you know, a minute it's, on the music. It's two pages, though. so I'm going to read the whole thing. It's not signed, but it's in line with what Beth is going to be talking about today. Okay. You ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, I'm getting something. All right, I'll play some. Uh, ooh, this one looks good. We'll say. Right. We'll play some uh, David Benoit. Okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm kicking it to you, too. A little fast. Is that too fast? Well, let me start it out. All right. Here's what it's called. It's called I Like Being Old. Hmm, okay. You ready? I like being old. 
old age, I decided, is a gift. I am now probably, for the first time in my life, the person I have always wanted to be. Oh, not my body. I sometimes despair over my body, but I don't agonize over it for long. I would never trade my amazing friends, my wonderful life, my loving family for less gray hair or a flatter belly. As I've aged, I've become more kind to myself and less critical of myself. I've become my own friend. I don't chide myself for eating that extra cookie or for not making my bed or for buying that silly cement gecko that I didn't need but looked so avant-garde on my patio. I am entitled to overeat, to be messy, to be extravagant. I have seen too many dear friends leave this world too soon before they understood the great freedom that comes with aging. Whose business is it if I choose to read until 4 a.m. and sleep until noon? I will dance with myself to those wonderful tunes of the 40s and 50s. And if I, at the same time, wish to weep over a lost love, I will. I know I am sometimes forgetful, but there again, some of life is just as well forgotten. And I eventually remember the important thing. Sure, over the, over the years of my, sure, over the years, my heart has been broken. How can your heart not break when you lose a loved one or when a child suffers? But broken hearts are what give us strength and understanding and compassion. A heart never broken is pristine and sterile and will never know the joy of being imperfect. I am so blessed to have lived long enough to have my hair turn gray and to have my youthful laugh be forever etched into deep grooves on my face. So many have never laughed and so many have died before their hair could turn silver. I can say no and mean it. I can say yes and mean it. As you get older, it is easier to be positive. You care less about what other people think. I don't question myself anymore. I've earned, I've even earned the right to be wrong. So to the answer to the question, I like being old. It has set me free. I like the person I have become. I'm not going to live forever, but while I'm still here, I will not waste time lamenting what could have been or worrying about what will be. For the first time in my life, I don't have a reason to do the things I, I want to do. Oh, wait. For the first time in my life, I don't have to have a reason to do the things I want to do. If I want to play games on the computer all day, lie on the couch and watch old movies for hours, or don't want to go to the beach or a movie, I have earned that right as well. I have put in my time doing everything for others, so now I can be a bit selfish without feeling guilty. I sometimes feel sorry for the young. They face a far different world than I knew growing up, where we respected the law and the old flag in our country. I never felt the need to use dirty language in order to express myself. But they, too, will grow old someday. I am grateful to have been born. I was born into a kinder, gentler, gentler world. Yes, I like being old. What do you think of that? That came in a, a Christmas card. That was very inspiring. I'm telling you, it was uh, incredible to read, don't mm -hmm. you think? Absolutely. 
You know, it was, uh, you know, and then there's another le- letter that comes with it, which I'm, I'm not going to read, but it, 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 it's a letter, and it says, for all those born before 1945. Mm-hmm. And so that takes a different uh, spin on things. You know, it, it starts out by saying, uh, uh, it's, a, it's saying, uh, we were, we are survivors. Consider the changes we have witnessed. And it goes on to talk about, we were born before television, before penicillin. Um, before frozen food, Xerox, plastic, contact lenses, Frisbees, and the all. Uh, we were born before radar, credit cards, split atoms, laser beams, uh, laser beams, uh, ballpoint pens, before pantyhose. Oh, my God, I do remember that. Dishwashers, clothes dryers, electric blankets, air conditioners, drip-dry clothes. Uh, we got married first and then lived together, and then it goes on and on and on. So... This is what, this is, I was presented this when I went to Linda's house yesterday mm-hmm. uh, by Linda's mom. And, you know, she didn't say to me, uh, you know, talk about it on radio, but I thought, what a great thing to talk about in the context of what Beth Weber is going to be talking about. Going to be talking about the crone, the rites of passage, what that means. And it's a very exciting conversation I'm looking forward to having with Beth as well. I mean, but isn't it interesting, Benny, that here we are brought into bringing young people in a wor- into a world that can't even imagine what it's like to be born before television. I mean, can you even think about that? No, I can't. No, because <laughs> no, since we, we started it. Exactly. And to think about a world before Internet. I mean, it's hard right now to really have a conversation about those things with young people. Because it's not in their consciousness, it's, it's not in their existence. Right, and right. I think there's the flip side of that as well. You know, we're now talking with an older generation who, uh, you know, is now faced with the connectedness of the, the Internet. And what was funny yesterday as we ended this conversation was talking about, um, you know, getting uh, Joan a new HD television because apparently the cable channels are going to switch. Right. So, you know, in the context of the story about uh, about being old, we now have this idea of being brought into the contemporary world, at right. least in this country. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely Kind of exciting. We get to have a conversation about all of it, especially around this holiday time, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I know, you know, just going from going back to retrospect as far as me going through high school, you know, Yahoo and the whole Internet thing started with us. And it's just now it's, it's just second nature. You don't even think about it. It's just all over. It's all around us. And if you haven't thought of it then or heard about it, then where are you living underneath a rock? It's like internet in in the world of you know outside and of course media related is part of us now. Yeah, and the one thing that I learned in my conversation or was reminded of this morning was you know there's nothing like old school values, and that's what we're talking about. Right, and that's what we're going to talk about with Beth Weber. Let's take a break, Benny. Okay. When we come back, we'll be back with the Dr. Pat Show Talk Radio to Thrive by. I'm your host, Dr. Pat Basili. My guest, Beth Weber, will be joining us. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back.
does it take to feel young again? To be vitality. To wake up feeling clear and refreshed. To live without allergies. More and more Americans are wondering if it's even possible. Founder of the Life Force Center in Los Angeles, Dr. Jeffrey McCombs, has been researching, developing, and refining a unique system that doctors and patients from around the world are saying offers them all of this and more. Visit LifeForcePlan.com or call 1-888-236-7780. Karen Ramsey of RamseyInvesting.com has been a certified financial planner for over 20 years. Ramsey Investing provides balanced, smart investment management to a broad range of people through the online web service RamseyInvesting.com. They are fee-only managers who do not sell financial products. They invest your money for you, track it, and make adjustments as needed. You don't have to worry if you're in the right investments or not. That's their job. Visit RamseyInvesting.com. Are you ready to reconnect body, mind, and spirit? Let's break through to optimal health and wellness at Zoe Lotus Healing Arts in Seattle. They have revolutionized holistic healing modalities. They use a synergistic blend of gentle acupuncture, massage, breath work, and lifestyle counseling in every session. It is their goal to support you on your journey to wellness. Visit them at zoelotus.org. That's Z-O-E-L-O-T-U-S dot org. Or call 206 601 Find out how you can change the world with the coffee you drink. Nectar of Life Coffee Company is a kosher, fair trade, and organic certified coffee roaster. They purchase shade-grown organic fair trade coffees from the farmers at a fair price. By choosing to only roast organic fair trade coffee, they're helping the farmers and their consumers live healthier, complete lives. To purchase coffee or to learn more, visit NectarOfLife.com or call 509 979 5245. Hi, I'm Dr. Papasoli, and I'm excited to be the Master of Ceremonies at the upcoming Extraordinary People 2008, a five-part lecture series beyond words. Five nights, five extraordinary speakers, each with a message of hope, inspiration, and love. Join Greg Braden, Alan Cohen, Deepak Chopra, John Holland, and Ayanla Van Zandt, all right here in Seattle. Save by purchasing the entire series and get five for the price of four. Series tickets are on sale right now. Go to the drpatshow.com for dates, information, and to purchase your series tickets right now. Single tickets will be available for purchase on December 1st. Don't miss this spectacular opportunity to be inspired. Go to the drpatshow.com for more information and to purchase your series tickets now. Series tickets would make a delightful stocking stuffer for someone you care about this holiday season. Lewis and Clark would be proud. We're exploring new territory on the air every day right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Sakata, as we said, Benny, what a great job. We're gonna, you're going to be hearing some of his holiday music uh, later on in the second hour, and we're looking forward to sharing that with you. But right now, I am thrilled and honored to have Beth Weber joining us today. Uh, Beth uh, and I, uh, you know, have been on the air. We've created an incredible series of radio shows uh, that you all can listen to. You can download. 
and uh, learn much about life, about anxiety, about how to, to live vitalistically. And so she's joining us here today, a licensed acupuncturist and massage practitioner. Uh, she has created a unique healing sanctuary at Zoe Lotus Healing Arts in Seattle. And her practice is dedicated to helping women of all ages. Today's show is in full support of that. This is a topic that she and I both have been waiting to have, something important. And it comes on the heels of that amazing letter that I just read to everyone, Menopause, the Crone Rites of Passage. Beth, welcome to the show. Hi, Dr. Pat. Thanks for having me. Isn't this an incredible conversation? I mean... You know, we're talking about menopause in a different way, and you're bringing it to the table in a different way. This, I have, I have been waiting for this one, and um, how apropos, it's the, it's the last in the series, and it's a really great topic, and I really want to get into the myths and the, the cultural perspective surrounding menopause and why it's viewed as such a negative thing, especially in, in this society. Well, let's start out with the description of the crone. I mean, we know what the crone is. We know we've heard the, the, the term in archetypal language, but I don't know that we understand the full meaning and honor of, of, be, of what it means to be a crone. Um, so we're looking at archetypes, and we're looking at a, um, a goddess uh, triad, and we've discussed the t- two that come prior to the crone, the maiden, and when we discussed the maiden, we were talking about menstrual stuff. The mother, we were talking about fertility and pregnancy, and then the crone. So we're talking about um, mythology, Indo-European mythology, Greco-Roman mythology, um, the crone is tribal it it reaches into pagan mythology some african and asian myths as well and this archetype um, has even been explored by um, in the writings of carl jung so um, we look at the maiden and that represents youth birth inception carefree enthusiasm enchantment then the mother which is fertility um creation power life sexuality um the nurturer of all of all beings and of the earth and then after is the crone this in in the archetype is known as the dark goddess it represents the waning moon or the new moon the dark moon and it is a cycle of death and rebirth this is the most feared and most misunderstood of archetypes and we'll get into why um but basically it's because destruction and death is a very frightening aspect of our humanity but we we have we have to look at it on the flip side the crone represents experience it represents wisdom the renewing of cycles rebirth spring always follows winter so thus the maiden will will follow once more and when we look at these life cycles Beth, how do you interpret them in terms of the work that you do with people well, you're talking about like how I support people through these yes. phases. Um, you know, I it's, it has truly been an honor to support women of all ages. Um, the, my youngest of patients at this point is 14 years old, so I get to see women from 14. The, my oldest patient at this point is in well into her 70s. So to support women through phases from puberty through well past menopause um, has been an honor, and and using the tools such as acupuncture such as massage, such as herbal therapies to help support women where a lot of it is ignorance and, and fear um, going through these, these phases. And I, the title, Rites of Passage, each, each step through our life is a rite of passage. And just it's, the, it's gaining the knowledge and how to get, how to get from, one, from one step to the next that um, is so empowering. So that's what, that's what um, 
I like to do is educate. So when you work with women, I mean, when, when we all get to face this conversation, I mean, there's been comedies that have been written. I mean, you know, <laughs> one of the, I, I think one of the longest running plays in the Seattle area has been on menopause. Um, people call it the change of life. What is it that you can share about this process, about what it is, and about some of the miscomings that we have around it? Or the misgiving. So if we look at, at menopause and just kind of give a, a, a description of what it is, um, and yes, it's been called the change of life, and it's a normal part of a, of a woman's aging. And truly all it is, it's a time when a woman's ability to have children comes to an end. Um, in American women, this transition usually begins around the age of 47 and ends around 51. Of course, there's, there's variables in there. Some women experience it earlier, some later. But menopause occurs over a period of time levels of the hormone estrogen decline slowly and then a woman is said to complete natural menopause when she's not had a cycle for about 12 months in a row and there's other other occurrences as well um some women who have had hysterectomies where the uterus and one or both ovaries have been removed menopause will occur immediately and the same goes for women who have either had their ovaries damaged by cancer treatment with radiation or certain anti-cancer drugs then they will they will actually go through menopause as well but um, menopausal transition um, symptoms we can talk about symptoms and and what this means for women as they begin to reach perimenopause or the beginnings and then into menopause so um, some symptoms it's just the decreased activity of what's going on in the ovaries so we're talking about hormonal changes and others of these symptoms are really related to aging in general so there's there's some scientific evidence that certain of these symptoms we'll discuss are linked directly to menopause um, and these these it's the strongest the the evidence is strongest for these symptoms so hot flashes and night sweats um, sleep difficulties and um, dryness, especially vaginal dryness, and that usually leads to complaints I hear of painful painful sex and sexual problems. So those are the three big ones that women will um, experience. Well, we've certainly come a long way because, you know, as I, said, as I read at the beginning of the show and I read that uh, letter that was in a card, I like being old, we've come a long way because it was really difficult for women to even talk about menopause, let alone be talking about it on the radio here, Beth. Oh, well, yeah, it's, it's you know, these things have always been kind of shoved in the, in, the, in the background not to be spoken of, very taboo subjects. And that's the, the wonderful thing we're, we're going to discuss is the whole cultural perspective and why we have these misconceptions um, going back to the turn of the century and how this all kind of came about and why we're experiencing, high, you know, women of other cultures um, don't some don't experience menopause symptoms except for the ceasing of their cycle. There, there are no reports of hot flashes and mood changes and concentration issues and painful joints. And they don't have these issues. So why do we as Americans face it so much? Why are we having such an issue with it? And why are other cultures not? And I think that's part of our conversation today. Uh, to really look at some of the, 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 you know, some of what we socialize in this culture, and you know, and what what is real and what is within our control. I mean, you know, we've gone through a whole range of myths around menopause. You know, one of the ones that uh, I heard uh, a, a number of years ago, which scared women to death, was the fact that you know, if you've gone through early menopause, I mean, this is one that you know, that imagine 
imagine uh, an elder saying this to you. If you're going through early menopause, it probably means you're going to die early. Yeah. I mean, you know, where do we come up with this stuff from? Well, so looking at it from a cultural perspective, we have to look back at the turn of the century, so in the 1900s. The average life expectancy for an American woman was 48 years. <laughs> so... Most women today experience menopause between the ages of 45 to 55. So at the turn of the century then, women who experienced menopause knew that it wasn't the end was approaching. It was near. It was coming. It was right around the corner. <laughs> so what, what our mothers, what our grandmothers, what our great-grandmothers learned about going through life as a female from prior generations um, was that, you know, it was the end was coming very soon. But today, look at the average life expectancy for a woman in America is 84. She has just as many years after menopause as she did before. So, I know. What we're, a change. We're really splitting the difference here. And, you know, that, that in itself has some very, very important implications. Uh, and the work that you're doing to help people, women in particular, understand the the innate power they have at any age is so significant and important to thriving in life most definitely it's a mind body spirit connection you cannot go through any transition from whether it's puberty motherhood menopause um without that mind body spirit connection and and recognizing it and nurturing it and nurturing yourself well, we've got lots to talk about here on the show. As I said before, I am so thrilled to have Beth Weber joining me here today. And as I said, you can find out more about her on her website, which is zoelotus.org, zoelotus.org. Check it out. We've got lots we're talking about during this show and much more. We certainly want to make sure that you, if you have comments, if you have questions, that we get them in. You know the number, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We're going to be uh, taking a short break when we come back. We'll be back with Beth Weber. We'll be talking about what are the cultural implications are, what the perspectives are, what it means to have another view, and then what, what, what medical information do you need to have? What do you need to know to stay full, healthy, and vitalistic? Beth Weber has that for us today. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. to optimize our assets to get the most out of life. Have you taken an inventory of your soul assets lately? Are you having the joyful experiences that are waiting for you? Harvest of the Heart offers a spa for your soul, a place where you can reconnect with your heart and make space in your life for joy. Kathy Baxter, intuitive counselor and energy healer, is waiting to hear from you when you are ready to let go of your old pain and discover your soul's purpose. If you want to optimize your life, visit harvestoftheheart.com or call 206-612-3011 for an appointment. Frequency, made with marine phytoplankton, is taking the world by storm. 
This live, raw, gluten-free, whole food liquid raises your vibration and nourishes your body at the cellular level. It provides 400 times more energy than any other plant and is 90 to 99% absorbable. Find out more about this powerful and loving product by calling 877-428-7379 and ask for a free sample. Visit wholefoodliquid.com. Each one of us experiences a time in our lives when our health has become upset or challenged. Tim Ticehurst is an accomplished homeopath who provides compassionate help for his clients who are looking to return to balance. The remedies Tim recommends are completely safe and non-toxic and can work in tandem with prescription medications. Visit homeopathyseattle.com or call Tim at one 800 219-1526 for a free consultation to see if homeopathy may be right for you. Hey you, come here. I got something to tell you. Are you ready to meet your life partner but need a good avenue? Spiritualsingles.com has the largest database of conscious spiritual members on the internet. When you're ready to meet someone, join Spiritualsingles.com. But make sure you're really ready though because it works. Spiritualsingles.com Dating, events, and even retreats. Don't forget... That's spiritualsingles.com. Join today. You'll be glad you did. The Fair Trade certified logo on a label offers consumers a simple way to know that the product was produced in a responsible manner. It's your guarantee that there was a fair and responsible exchange of labor for a fair wage. Buying only fairly traded products is a socially responsible, enlightened message you send saying you vote for a win-win for everyone on this planet. This message brought to you by Cafe Ladro. Visit CafeLadro.com. That's C-A-F-F-E-L-A-D-R-O.com. Forget their space and come check out our space on the web, 1150KKNW.com, and find out about Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Um, what we'd like to do, uh, Beth Weber and I are going to continue this conversation. She is my outstanding guest today. We're talking about menopause, and um, also we're talking about the Crohn's journey. But more importantly, we want to make sure that we get your questions. If you have questions or comments and want to join us, um, we'll take your questions at 1-800-930-2819. And I think for the first caller that does actually call in and get on air um, with their questions, uh, we're going to uh, gift them with a one-hour session with you, Beth. Is that correct? That is correct, yes. Yeah, so we'll do a full um, intake, a diagnosis, and talk about herbal therapies and acupuncture and massage session. Yeah, that would be, that would be awesome. And I would actually like to hear um, maybe not even a question, maybe somebody calling in that would like to share their views on menopause and where they got these views from. How were these things shared to them by their, I don't know, mother, grandmother, relatives? Absolutely. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. You know, Beth, let's talk about the culture and the cultural perspective on this. And, you know, how did we kind of get to where we are right now and the conversations around that? Well, like we said right before the break, talking about in the early 1900s, life expectancy was about 48 years. So, you know, once a woman reached menopause, that really meant the end was, was coming. So, you know, prior generations really, they let women know, I mean, really what was 
postmenopausal life. It offered depression, fatigue, senility, and death. That was about <laughs> it. So, and but at the same time, you know, advancement's great, but American culture really became and still is becoming increasingly youth centered. So, the idea is that everything that's exciting and of value is done by or happens to young people. So, what a life. What a life that a woman had to live after menopause. What was that like? It, it was sexless, unproductive, independent. <laughs> That's pretty negative. So, um, so a woman had two choices. She could either become a quiet little old lady or a crotchety little old lady. That was pretty much the choice. Um, but menopause, it, it's, it's not associated at this point with the fear of death, but it's a newly manufactured fear, a fear of not being young anymore. Um, and at the same time all this is going on, you know, our lifestyle, American women's lifestyle and diet um, have been changing over the years. Automobiles mean less exercise. Washers and dryers mean less, less exercise. Um, canned and frozen foods or, you know, at now um, fast foods mean convenience, but uh a heck of a lot less nutrition. Um, acceptance into the workplace meant it means a lot more economic freedom, but more stress in addition to maintaining a home or child rearing. And we're not balancing these things. So the advancements are wonderful, but where's the where's the counterbalance? Where are we then nurturing ourselves for all we're putting out, so to speak? So what's the result? We're generally less physically active. We're more poorly nourished and highly stressed. So when we face a turning point in our life, it's been taught not only to be a difficult time, but it's the beginning of the end. And it's it's a natural cycle. We should look at it as so. And, you know, and, and let's make really clear to people, Beth, because you said something earlier that's really important. You know, when we, when we look at how it was referred to as being the beginning of the end, and if you go back 20, 30 years, the end was not very far away. Right. Now, if you carry those thoughts, if you carry that, you know, that expression of what this means, then the question is, no, it's not the end. But in some cases for women, you're probably at a midpoint in your life. It, it, you, we have now just as many years of life ahead of us after menopause as we had before. That's, that's the average. So what do we do? How do we make the change? I mean, we're, you know, we are, we have to, first we have to look at it. that This is not some negative disease that's the one thing it's 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 become it's a disorder and it's not a, it's not a disorder it's a, um it's a natural part of life like puberty and childbearing um it can't be we we need we really need to change the extreme negativity that um that has has really circled uh, menopause and you know it's um it's not a health problem it's not a hormone deficiency problem and the logical response is not a pill to make it go away so we have to learn how to support ourselves as women and um and and educate ourselves as to what exactly is going on and i think once we change our minds about our bodies and change our spirits about our bodies maybe the symptoms it's almost like the self-fulfilling prophecy maybe the symptoms will start to diminish if we start taking care of ourselves absolutely and you know what's interesting about what you're talking about is that we buy into a set of cultural norms so to speak and what i mean by that i mean let's just take one example which is weight gain there is this automatic perspective that gets imprinted through media through other places that says that when you enter into this cycle of your life these are the negative things that you can expect you can expect um, to gain weight, 
you can expect to uh, be exercising more and losing less. I mean, we have all of these, you know, these things imprinted in our minds. And yet, if that was true, why doesn't it happen for everyone like that? Yeah, and it doesn't happen for everyone like that. So, <clears throat> like I said, you know, we have to take better care of ourselves. We are so concerned, you know, children going from, from childhood into adulthood have to have, you know, the the right nutrition, the right exercise. Well, women going through the, and same thing for pregnant women, what, you know, fertility and taking care of yourself and eating right and getting the right nutrients and exercising and stretching in order to, um, uh, to support a healthy pregnancy and have a, a so-called easy labor and delivery and postpartum period. Well, it's the same thing with the transition into menopause. We have to have the right nutrients. We have to exercise. We have to breathe. We have to take care of ourselves. And a lot of times that's really put on the back burner. So, we look at other cultures. I, you know, there. This is the American view. Um, other cultures are so different. Menopause is celebrated, so it's it's very interesting to me that the the negative symptoms are in a society where it's a negative view, and in, in cultures where menopause is celebrated and elders are revered for their wisdom and their knowledge and what they can impart upon the future generations. It's not just menopause, but aging symptoms are. I mean, not non-existent, but almost non-existent, not the negative things that we hear in this society. And, you know, the point of really bringing all this out is to let everybody know that you're at choice. Uh, we'd like to absolutely give away a full session with Beth Weber. She is my guest today and uh, has created Zoe Lotus Healing Center. And what I want to do is let you have that number right now. You can uh, give us a shout toll-free, 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819. And we'll take the first caller that calls in with comments, questions, wants to share their experience. And what Beth is gifting you is a full session with her. It is incredible. Uh, you know, Beth, as we take a look at uh, our experiences, uh, where is it? Where is the place of empowerment in the work that you do? Most definitely is is education. A lot of women come into me, and they're they're it, it's just views that have been passed down. And once they realize that this is a transition, and it's it's uh, empowering women to learn how to take care of themselves. That th then they don't they experience far far fewer, less severe symptoms of menopause. Learning that there are options. It's not just hormone replacement therapy. Um, it's not just suffering through it and. Um, there are options, acupuncture for hot flashes and night sweats and mood swings. There are very gentle herbs that don't have the side effects that hormone replacement therapies um, have been shown to have. And that it's not just a, a matter of suffering through it, that there is support out there. There's, there is definitely support out there. And what an empowering, once you learn as a woman, then you can pass down to your daughter, your granddaughters, your nieces. And what a wonderful gift that is so you don't perpetuate this, this myth. And so, you know, as we look at this today, Beth, and we take a look at, you know, what we have in the pop culture versus some of the solutions that you uh, apply, we get into the conversation of um, a holistic approach to menopause. And that conversation may be well known and widely known in other uh, countries and other people. But in this country, I think we're going back to some of the things we learned by our great grandmothers and so forth. Can you share some of what you've discovered and what's really important for, for women to know? 
It, you know, this means that today's adult American women have the opportunity to create a new image, a new experience of menopause for themselves and for generations to come. So we are in a position right now to culturally transform menopause into a positive transition in life that women experience everywhere. So, you know, this is, it's a completely evolved look. It's a, it's a unique treasure. It's accumulated wisdom. This is, this is a wonderful thing. It should not be viewed as negative and so we can dissolve negative myths we can um you know look at it. you're talking about not all women experience um some of the symptoms of menopause and you know one of the myths is that postmenopausal women are sexless there's no sex um and 50 percent experience no change in sexual appetite or pleasure at all so you know that's that's a pretty substantial number that there's no you know so a lot of these things are myths, and like I said, the the um, self fulfilling prophecy, so to speak. So edu- education is key. Absolutely, and we know about the self fulfilling prophecy. It is a research study that brought well, you know, brought something very intuitive to the forefront. And you know, we learn about the self fulfilling prophecy right now, especially in the spiritual community, as the law of attraction. And so, part of what we're talking about today is what are you going to hold in your consciousness? What are you going to hold in your mindset? What's going to be your perspective on how you go through the life cycles? And know that menopause can be one of the most enlightening opportunities to look at your life and do something phenomenal. Beth Weber is my guest today. Beth, let's give out the phone number for people that want to connect with you directly and your website. Phone number is 206-601-7204, and the website is zoelotus.org. Great. Let's take a short break, Benny. When we come back, we're going to be talking in more detail about what it means to have a holistic approach to this, what some of the details are around um, uh, some of the solutions, what's going on with the Food and Drug Administration, and what Beth Weber has learned and is sharing with our listeners today on the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Taking a day at a time. wondered how humans lived for thousands of years with just the power of nature to keep them healthy? Can we live a healthy, long life without dependence on drugs? Dr. Rashmi Pace, naturopathic physician and Ayurvedic clinician, can help you have optimal health and ageless vitality using the science of naturopathic medicine plus the wisdom of the ancient healing arts. Call Dr. Pace at 425-778-8050 or visit lotusnaturalhealthclinic.com Celebrate Christmas with the Center for Spiritual Living at two special holiday worship events. Sunday, December 23rd at 5 p.m. is the Multicultural Holiday Family Service with Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, plus the Children's Angel Choir at the Center for Spiritual Living's campus. Christmas Eve, come downtown to Benaroya Hall for a citywide adult Christmas service with Reverend Kathy Ann and the 100 Voice Choir of Light from 9 to 10.30 p.m. Go to spiritualliving.org. Christmas with the Center for Spiritual Living, where all all faiths are welcome. 
Unlock your divine power and become the true master of your life with visionary clairvoyant Carrie O'Connor every Monday at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Using her extraordinary connection with spirit, Carrie can energetically view your true inner blueprint and guide you to your soul's highest purpose. Explore your personal connection to your authentic self and let your spirit soar as it was truly meant to. Mondays at 10 a.m. on the Dr. Pat Show. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Can't seem to attract your dreams? Maybe you attract your dreams, but you can't hold on to them. Maybe you're attracting the wrong people into your life. Join Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor every Monday at 11 a.m. as she reveals the tools and skills needed to live your wildest dreams. If you're serious about making changes in your life, then tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific for Wise Divas with Teresa Proctor. Live your wildest dreams right here on The Dr. Pat Show. What's ahead for you or your business in 2008? Get your custom roadmap for next year from internationally known astrologer Madeline Gerwick. Find out how to best focus your time and energy for the challenges and opportunities ahead. Call Madeline Gerwick at Polaris Business Guides for a personal or business consultation. Also ask about good timing for important events. Call toll-free 877-524-8300. That's 877-524-8300. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. Wow, what a fabulous conversation with Beth Weber. And she's joining us here today. Beth, thank you so much for joining the show. This is a great topic. It's a, it's truly a way that um, I can help educate women as far as at least getting them inspired to, you know, nurture their spirits and get involved in new activities to help support themselves through through this transition. Well, we've got one of our listeners that wants to join us on the conversation, Benny. Who do we have? Yep, let's bring on Eva Nea from good old Monroe, Washington. Aloha. Aloha, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Pat. So what what do you have to say about all of this? Well, what I wanted to share, she had asked for people of what we had experienced, of what we had heard or learned. Yeah. Yeah. And shared, you know, and for me, uh, it was hardly ever spoken about, for one. And I remember hearing, like, when my, you know, the, the women, you know, that my aunties and my mother folks would be talking about it, and that's how I got, you know, in terms of how they perceived it. It was all negative. Um, it was like the sense of your purpose as a woman ended. Um, it, you know, also the sense of the physical things that would happen, the discomfort, the hot flashes, um, the night sweats, uh, and the sense of... Um, that you were getting old. Yes. And, yes. you know, and, and the thing that frightened me was, you know, their, their, their fear, I mean, in the sense of their perception where, you know, you could go a little bit crazy for a while. 
<laughs> yeah. And and then, but then later I saw that change after like, especially with my mom, I mean, because she's right there for me to observe, you know, it was like eight, maybe almost 10 years, you know, post-menopause. And when she experienced a divorce, then her perception of the whole menopause experience changed. Um, it became more like liberation, um, sexual, you know, second sexual awakening. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's, I, I watched this, you know, change, you know, perception change about it, you know. Um, and that to me I found fascinating as when I look back at my own experience at menopause, you know, where, yes, I went through all the, you know, physical discomforts, and I also went like a little bit nuts, um, in, you know, in, in terms of my mood swings was what my main thing was uh, with menopause. Um, and I never really stopped to, to reflect on that in terms yeah, of how yeah. much I had heard as a young woman, you know what I mean, and how it affected yeah. my experience. Well, I, and um, I think that's why, you know, Beth is doing the work that she's doing because part of the conversation is that we get to create uh, a story that, that more easily uh, reminds us of the truth of who we are. And what's really important, especially in this day and age, is that we are bombarded for those people that are plugging in, turning on radio, of course, other than this show uh, or the shows on KKNW, uh, you're getting hit with a lot of information. Some of it, or most of it in some cases, is not about thriving. It's mm -hmm. about you're not good enough. Go out and get that chin fixed. Go out and get, right. you know, that fat sucked out of you. And so we have to create or invite people to join us on a journey which honors every aspect of living. We get to change the story. We get to change yeah. the story, which is wonderful. And it takes, you know, it seems like, like with my aunt and my mother and myself, well, you know, it's like you go through that experience of menopause and, you know, you are affected by what you have heard in the past. And it's after the menopause, though, like, say, after six, seven, eight years maybe have passed, and then you begin to, like, change your perception. Oh. And, and wouldn't it be great, though, if that perception, if the, if the gift, if the story had been different prior to going through menopause? It's true. But I think for, like, you know, this is like back in the 70s, you know, uh, mid-60s, I feel, my mom started. And, you know, there wasn't much in terms of resources at that time. And I really feel that maybe some of us, of having to pass through that experience, uh, which of course affects us at all levels, not only the physical, emotional, but as well as the spiritual, because I know that just the divorce experience for my mom, um, of course, you know, you know, how would you say, vaulted her, accelerated her, you know, in terms of her spiritual journey. Right. Well, um, you know, and that's part of what we're talking about. Ivone, thank you so much for you're joining welcome. us today. Thank you. You're welcome. And Beth, you know, what, what we're talking about, even I brought something up very important, and that is, you know, coincidentally, coincidentally with this time of our lives, we get hit with some other stuff. I mean, you know, we may also get hit with divorce. And if that's the case, it's very easy to point to, uh, well, I'm getting old and this and that and the other thing. I mean, we can create whole new stories that don't serve us. Yes, that's true. And so we have, you know, we have to keep those in check and find, you know, wouldn't it be great if we had groups that 
got together and met and talked about things like this or women's groups that supported each other through transitions like this and taking an active role. So nurturing your spirit through new activities. So even if you're bombarded with life-changing episodes, whether it's divorce and menopause and a change of job or a loss of a job or a loss of a loved one, that we can we can nurture ourselves and find the groups to, to help nurture ourselves through these events. That it's, you don't have to be alone, that there are options out there for you. Absolutely. You know, as we look at um, the conversation today, and, you know, it, it, again, this has been a, a fabulous conversation. You know, we've also changed the landscape around health and, and, and medicines and conventional versus alternative, haven't we? Oh, most definitely. I mean, the, the answer to menopause was the hormone replacement therapy, the pill. And of course that, you know, the estrogen pill and the progestin pill, you know, we found out, was it, I think in 2002, that there are a lot of health risks associated with hormone replacement therapy, strokes, blood clots. I mean, the list goes on and, you know, it's, it's still used, but very cautiously and in the, in the lowest dose possible and for the shortest time possible. Um, and they still don't know the long-term effects of, of this, but there are options such as acupuncture, herbals, um, different uh, plant-based herbals. We've heard of phytoestrogens using soy um, because we're, we're trying to support the body through a decline of estrogen. So, you know, but it's a, the, the number one thing, you know, is a key message is that, you know, the most important body nurturing step of all is that you need to establish a partnership between yourself and your physician or your holistic care providers. And if you don't like the, the, the option as far as hormone replacement therapy and you want to seek out a nat- more natural form, whether it be herbals or yoga or breath work or acupuncture, um, that you need to you know, you need to work a little bit at, at approaching menopause and, and um, take an active role. So this can keep you out of, what, a trap. It's a trap, accepting menopause as a, as a deficiency issue, as a, as, a, um, you know, as a disorder, as a disease. And, you know, it gets back to the point that we have the choice to really shape and create. What I think is important also about this conversation, Beth, is that it's never too late to create a shift in your mind, to create a shift in your actions to create a shift in the way that we approach our lives. I mean, truly, the second half of our lives can be absolutely superb. Well, how about this? How about we nurture our spirit with new activities? So we replace the time we spent caring for children. We pursue activities that have interest us all along, but wow, as mothers and maybe career women, we never had time to explore. We re-educate ourselves to our career or, or get a new career. Pursue spiritual activities through the church, through the community, things that we might not have had time before. And nurture our bodies. Um, just like, you know, children needs good nutrition and exercise, so does a woman transitioning from reproductive years to what I self-productive years, yoga, meditation, tai chi, and you know, not all of this has to cost money. There are ways to search out and find things that will get you plugged in. For example, you know, this holiday season or any holiday season or any season at all, you know, go down and volunteer at one of the soup kitchens and help feed some people. Oh, that's a great idea. Volunteer work is wonderful. It always it always helps. Well, Beth, you know, thank you. Wow, what a great show. Fabulous. Let's make sure we give out your website information and, um, and, uh, and much more. So website is zoelotus.org, that's zoelotus.org, and phone number is 206-601-7204. And let's have that website again. 
is uh, Zoe Lotus, Z-O-E Lotus dot org. You know, for, for a lot of people that have been listening to uh, the show and to listening what we've had to say, this has been a very important conversation. And I know, Beth, that you get to work with an, countless women to help them embrace the full essence of who they are. What is your personal message Personal message is really learning how to, you know, each transition, whether it's from, you know, childhood to puberty into womanhood, from womanhood into motherhood or from motherhood into self-productive menopause years, reconnecting body, mind and spirit. It's a positive transition. It's life cycles. Educate yourself. Get out there in the community. There's lots available. Beth Weber, thank you so much for joining the show. As we say here on the Dr. Pat show, you rock. All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back.